you are with me, Godiva Lee, and me, Joseph Detour. I was uh, laughing so hard, I couldn't, you can, you, can you hear me laughing in the background? Oh yeah, yeah, I could hear you. <laughs> I was uh, trying really Godiva, hard. Godiva made an excellent Spock. Uh, <laughs> I like cut it back as much as I could, I was like, I do horrible horrible spock and so well is that your spock voice horrible spock <laughs> captain that is illogical uh, <laughs> god yeah. yeah and i played a very questionable character named mr walking bear <laughs> let's just imagine him as a real life walking bear so audience please instead of imagining the character that's actually in the show imagine a bear you know that's more fun a nice it's as easy as that walking, just imagine bear. a bear <laughs> All right, uh, I guess we should get into that reading then, I guess, huh? Um, so who's going to play, obviously, oh. Kirk? Sure. And then, am I doing... You're doing Spock. Spock or Bear? I'm Spock? Okay, cool. I'll Thank be God Bear, I, I guess. Those lines. Oh. <laughs> Did you want to be the snake dude? Kukukan? Yeah, Kukukan. All right, cool. So I am Spock. Oh, okay. Yeah, Josie, you can do Bear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just remember, he's Comanche, and people love racial generalization. <laughs> I tried to cut out as many. Oh shit! Is he? Oh <laughs> yeah. no! Just do it like did not watch the episode beforehand. Do it like Yogi Bear. I could do Mickey Mouse. That might be terrible, though. <laughs> you do whatever your artistic heart desires. Oh shit! Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, how sharper than a serpent's tooth. Captain's log, stardate 6063.4. The Enterprise is tracing the origin of a mysterious alien space probe. It approached the Federation homeworlds, made a scan of Earth's system, and then signaled out towards space. Before it could be intercepted, the probe self-destructed. We are following a trail of, dis- of disrupted matter left by the probe's highly advanced propulsion system. Thus far... The trail has not intercepted any inhabited star systems. Status report, Mr. Spock. The trail is becoming fainter, Captain. I recommend we reduce speed to accommodate our sensors. Reduce speed to warp factor 2, Mr. Walking Bear. Aye, sir. Warp factor 2. Captain, sensors indicate a vessel at extreme range. Course projection? It's coming in on the same course as the probe, sir. Heading toward us, warp 3. No readings yet, Captain. Possibly a second probe. Hmm. Or it could be the sender. All stations to yellow alert. Standard Haley on all frequencies. Bum, 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 bum. Identification, Mr. Spock. <laughs> None as yet, sir, but sensors now indicate it is twice our size. Vessel appears extremely unorthodox in design, and Starfleet lists no other authorized vessels in this quadrant. Reduce to warp one, Mr. Walking Bear. Warp one, sir. Activate main screen. Extreme magnification. Approaching ship has an immense energy field surrounding it. Fascinating. Readings indicate the vessel is composed entirely of crystalline ceramic. I would almost say, pew! <laughs> Captain, we're losing speed. The helm doesn't answer. We're going to sublight. All engines stop. All engines stop, sir. Give me a damage report as soon as possible. Bridge to sickbay. Casualty report. Uh, McCoy here. No serious injuries. What the devil's going on? Later, Bones. We have been encased in a globular force field, Captain. The source is the approaching vessel. But we hit warp one. We should have been smashed. I cannot explain it. Sensors indicate we are now being probed. Captain, there it is. <laughs> the other ship is slowing down. Pew, pew, pew. It's encasing us in some sort of energy beam. Walking bear. Uh, full power. All shields. 
Reverse engines and get away from that beam. Lock main phasers on that ship and open fire. The phasers. Can't breach their force field. Spock status on their ship. It's still approaching, Captain. Going sublight. It continues to probe us. Its surrounding energy pattern is shifting. Have you ever seen anything like that, Spock? I recognize it, sir. Kulkan. <laughs> Hold on. How do you pronounce that? Kulkan. 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 I recognize Macaulay it. Kulkan. Let me do that again. Let me do that again. <laughs> I was like, is this the clue click? No. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Uh-oh. Mr. Walking Bear. Whoopsie. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me do that again. <laughs> okay. Have you ever seen anything like that, Spock? I recognize it. Kukulkan. Mr. Walking Bear, how dum dum dum? How did you? Do? I was angered because I believed you had forgotten me, but one in your midst almost knows my name. You will be given one chance to succeed where your ancestors failed. Fail me again, and all of your kind shall perish. Mr. Walking Bear, how do you know who's aboard that ship? I've studied the histories of many ancient peoples. That ship out there bears a strong resemblance to a god in Mayan and Aztec legends, Kukulkan. The Mayas had a legend of a winged serpent god who came to the skies bringing knowledge. Such legends were not uncommon among Earth's people, Captain. Then we could be dealing with the basis of all of those legends. A space traveler who visited Earth from primitive times. But why would Kukulkan want to destroy us? You don't deserve it, Yolman, but you're getting a few days bed rest. Pew, pew, gasp! Stick pay to security, Dr. McCoy's vanished! Mr. Walking Bear, what do the legends say about... Pew! Walking Bear? <laughs> security reports Dr. McCoy has also disappeared. What's he doing to my crew? Whoa! Captain? <laughs> Captain's log supplemental. The Enterprise is the captive of an alien life form calling itself Kukulkan. Dr. McCoy, Mr. Walking Bear, and myself have all beamed off our ship, most likely transported Kukul by Kukulkan to this ship. To his ship. How am I making a captain's log when I'm, like, kidnapped? <laughs> it was no, shocked, but not, I didn't want to talk. He's just talking to us, because you say... It's his internal monologue. You. <laughs> Your monologue. Hold on, it? I got a blog about this. One second. <laughs> You'll never believe. Say the, say the last three words in your line. Most likely transported by Kukulkan to his ship. And without single phaser communicator. What the fuck are you talking to, Jim? <laughs> I got my medical kit, for all the good it is. Mr. Walking Bear, do the legends say what happened to Kukulkan? No, sir. Only that he left and promised one day to return. Then that space probe that approached Earth must have been his. Listen. We're being observed. Watched. Is there any way the Enterprise could get through to us? I don't think so, sir. Our sensors couldn't penetrate this ship. Now I will show you the seeds that I have sown before. Learn from them. Find their purpose if you can. Only then will I appear before you. Are we being transported again? This looks like a Mesoamerican pyramid. I've never seen anything so beautiful. Where did it come from? Let's find out. These pillars around the pyramid look like the obelisks built by the ancient Egyptians. With one difference, sir. Look at these carvings of a winged serpent. That's not Egyptian. And this gateway. I, I can't pin down what culture it represents. But it's still a clue. This city is one gigantic riddle. Keep alert. Now that we're here, what do we do? Opinion, Mr. Walking Bear. <laughs> Star Trek is awesome. <laughs> 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 
Before he left, Kukulkan gave the Mayas a remarkably accurate calendar. He told them to build a city according to its cycles. On the date the city was finished, Kukulkan was supposed to return. The Mayans built their city and awaited Kukulkan never appeared. Kukulkan must have visited several ancient peoples on Earth, but each one only used parts of his knowledge to build their cultures. Does that mean they all tried to build something like this? Yes, sir. But they all failed. Much like my ability to say this creature's name. But if no one on Earth built this city exactly right, then that's why Kukulkan never came back. This entire city is our key. Kukulkan said he would only appear when we learned its purpose. Then there has to be some sort of signaling device here. That pyramid seems to be the center of everything. I'm going up there. The rest of you spread out and circle it. What's this? A table inlaid with a winged serpent. Doctor, look! Another tower! And there's another tower down there. There must have been one at all four corners, like there's... Look, there's a seam here. I think that the head can be turned. Come on, lad, give me a hand. <laughs> the sun. That's it, Bones. Turn the head all the way around and aim it up here. Turn the other heads this way. I'm coming down. <laughs> this is the last one, sir. What are the pillars doing to the pyramid? The whole thing is an energy amplification system. This is Kukulkan's signaling device. After scores of centuries, my design has been fulfilled. Behold me as I am. Behold, Kukulkan! Where are your weapons of destruction? Use them on me if you dare. We have no weapons. Where is your hate? You hate me, do you not? We don't hate you. You fired your weapons at me. We use them in self-defense. You fired on us. I am your master. I may do with you as I will. Do you think we belong to you? Bones, quiet. <laughs> it is as I thought. You have forgotten me and strayed from the path I set for you. You say that we forgot you. How can you expect us to regard you as a deity if we don't remember you? If you do not know me, then it is my task to teach you. <laughs> Transported again. Just once I wish they let us use the stairs. <laughs> What is this place? Looks like some kind of zoo. I don't recognize a lot of these species, Jim. Please feel free to examine any of my specimens. All of these lead a peaceful life, one that is safe and contented. Contented? Cramped in these tiny cages. What you cannot see is that each of them, mentally, is in its own natural environment. They eat, breathe, and live in worlds created by my machinery. Worlds only they can see. They do not know they are in cages. Then that city we were in wasn't really there. Even so, I would hardly call your city our natural environment. It was meant to be. That city and all else I taught you, ancestors. But they became evil. But no one thing, not even you, has the right to interfere with other cultures. <sighs> I have been alone all my life. Destruction fell on my race before your kind had discovered fire. Creatures like these have been my only companions. I have seen you on many worlds, savage, warlike, filled with self-hate, destroying yourselves in the end. At last, I decided to help. As an experiment, I visited your Earth and tried to teach peaceful ways. I left, intending to return when I was summoned, but you never sent for me. 
Finally, I sent a probe. And what did I find? Warriors. But we work only to create peace. Nothing you have done so far makes me believe that is true. My creatures here have little intelligence. They alone live peacefully in the worlds I have to give. Even this creature, one of the fiercest and most untamable ever created, lives in peace in the world that I create for him. Good heavens! This is a compelling power cat. No one's ever seen been able to keep one of these alive. Why, Bones? They hate captivity. You try to put more than one in hand with them, and they throw off a charge of 2,000 volts. How, how did you even capture it? It was an infant and easily controlled, as you were when I visited Earth. You still are children to me, to be led and shown how to live. But if children are made totally dependent on their teachers, they'll never be anything but children. Enough! This is useless! My dream is ending, and all of you are to blame. He's attacking! Scatter! <laughs> I sense something is wrong. The Enterprise escaped, but how? I will smash it this time! Jim, he's pulled up a view screen. It looks like the Enterprise has broke free. Then we've got to distract him and give Spock some time. Bones, what would happen if we pulled the cables on some of these cages? Most of the animals would just lay there, Jim. Uh, the Capellan Power Cat! Come on, Bones. No! Stop! We've destroyed the cat's cages. Run! <laughs> Irrational savages! See what you have done! Kugel Khan! Can't you control one of your own creatures? I cannot. Your ship is shooting at us and has disabled my central power source. Jim, if that's true, we're all in trouble. Jim, do something! Quick, your hypo. Full tranquilizer setting. I'll knock the compelling cat. Out. Are you okay, Jim? I'm fine, Bones. The cat's last power jolt clipped me. It's just like a big kitten now. My, aren't you the friendly little darling? I think we've earned the right to be heard. You continue to take advantage of me, but I agree. <laughs> Speak. You think of us as being small creatures like this one. Are we really that inferior to you? No. But the violence of your kind surpasses even that of the power cat. We'd be fools if we didn't know that. But we've also been using our minds to try and learn and live in peace. Because we have minds. We can't be what you wanted us to be. But you are my children. I hoped I could teach you, help you. You did. Long ago, when it was needed most. Our people were children then, Kukulkan. We've grown up now. We don't need you anymore. I will let you go your own way. I have already done what I can. Good to be back on the Enterprise. So I guess that creature was the old Mayan god. And the Toltec's Quetzalcoatl. The Chinese dragon and all the rest. But not quite a god. Just an old, lonely being who wanted to help others. Spock, I wouldn't suppose that Vulcan legends are uh, like those. Not legends, Doctor. Fact. Vulcan was visited by alien beings. They left much wiser. The other ship isn't getting underway, sir. Heading away from Earth. It's sad. I think it could have been done with all his knowledge. But the price was just too high. I think I know how he felt, Jim. There's a line from Shakespeare. Yes, Bones. I remember it. How sharper than a serpent's tooth is to have a thankless child. Indeed, Captain. Laying a course for Starbase 21. All ahead. Warp 2. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Woo! Well done.
<laughs> we that built so this good. city. That was fun. <laughs> we built this city for cool, cool guys. Oh. That was so good. That's fun. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Space bear. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, what i that's imagine walking stuff. bear is just like a, a very fit bear that you would meet in a club yeah no, covered in leather oh, and I, hair <laughs> do you get it did you just get yeah, it no, I, I just got it i was like oh <laughs> right uh, can i tell you a good robert picardo story okay go for it. <laughs> this was at a con i i went up to his table just to talk to him because he's he's actually he's one of the ones that he's pretty nice um and he told me he's in gremlins too yeah and yeah and he was talking about this is like this is weird this is like one of those weird hollywood things that needs to change um there's a scene where a lady gremlin because you know gremlins 2 was a quality film a lady gremlin attacks him and starts kissing him he has like lipstick marks all up his leg so in order to make that effect they they had to get an intern and put on lipstick and oh, kissed no. his leg yeah and he felt so bad for her but she became like the props master for a bunch of different tv shows like i think he said friends or something like that so she moved up but he was like he was like this that was like one of the most uncomfortable things i kept apologizing <laughs> to her and stuff <laughs> and yeah that was that was a crazy one okay so one of the main uh creative outlets that he has right now is uh producing for fetus and fetu productions which you can find on youtube they've got and it actually has like a lot of the people this is how i met a lot of people who used to do trek in the park is because they're all just like a gang now who go around and they do the 48 hour film project as well yeah so um dana who played ahura in trek in the park she was there with us this weekend and then adam sometimes does it he was kirk nate and then ryan but yeah we had a huge crew prosthetics everywhere we did a short horror movie god i was sick i played the intern okay let me start over so you get to draw the subgenres from a hat it's horror movie themed and we got corporate we're camping out on a tree farm how the fuck are we gonna get corporate to squeeze into a tree farm you can watch it online by the time this goes on air you're gonna be able to find it online at fetus and fetu productions severance i picked right. that i picked i threw out one title and they picked it and i was like oh that's such a good name too, Severance. I like, know. It's like a like Daniel Day Lewis would be in it, and he'd like be an oil tycoon or something. <laughs> I don't know why. That's what I imagine. Anyway, Dana was a champ, man. It was freezing cold outside too, and they like doused her in this. It's like forty degrees outside, and they throw this like ice cold fake blood all over Dana. She's oh, got the chainsaw, no. and it's just like covering her for like five seconds straight. I wish it were forty degrees here. For those who don't know, Godiva's up in Oregon, and I'm down here in California. So the, the the weather is significantly different. Didn't you cut off Ryan's head? I didn't get to cut his head off. Uh, we couldn't figure out the fake body part bits for that. All I did, all I did to Ryan, because more stuff happened to Ryan. Uh, <laughs> it looks like it, in all the production pictures, it looks like someone beat the shit out of him. Oh, he was the biggest <laughs> asshole. There's this line, because like, and then this is Ryan talking, me to my ass. And, uh, yeah, and then they were like, hey, shit. all the guys were like, hey, is that too soon? Should we cut that out? And me and the other girls were like, no, that's the point in the movie where I want them to die. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, you need to hate this guy because it's not as fun if you don't hate him. No, so I bashed him in the face with the butt of an axe. Let's see. It was so funny, too, because we did makeup that was, like, bruising all around his face. 
And right. um, we did two days of shooting. So at the end of the first day, he still had the bruise makeup all over his face. And then I was just like dirty from like rolling around in the woods, like doing sound and stuff. We're trying to check into this hotel to like sleep for a few hours before we go back on set. And it's like my hair is all fucked up and he's got like this big ass bruise and we've got fake blood all over us. And we walk into the hotel like, can we have a room? <laughs> Please, Sarah, give us a room. But yeah, he ends up getting his guts so That was fun. Can I plug my weekend? I'm actually, I'm producing a short film this year. We're going to film in January and we went location scouting over the weekend. We drove around Vallejo, California for about... I'd say about three hours, just kind of asking crazy locals, like, hey, can we can we film in your apartment? <laughs> this, we're just walking around asking strangers. Our direct, My director is, like, way more determined to, like, get in on, like, he'll look at a place and I'll be like, oh, this is perfect. I'm like, no, 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 we need licensing. We need to actually, like, talk to these people. And he's like, no, let's just go ask them. Let's just go knock on their door. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's rein it in. Let's take it back a notch. Yeah, that's what I did this weekend. Maybe I'll update. Every once in a while, we're uh, crossing our fingers for like an actor who's like been in shit. So hopefully that works out. But yeah, not as cool as yours, but that's what I did this weekend. Yeah. So you're talking about Robert Picardo. Uh, You say it was. But yeah, I ended up getting into like a game of tag. You remember that with Robert oh Picardo? My God. I know you guys, I don't know if you believe me or not, but like nobody ever saw any of the stuff that happened to me at the first convention that I went to. It was a wild convention too. It was uh, the Next Generation, the 25 year anniversary 30th. in Las Vegas. So it was huge. There was like all of the celebrities. I'm at this vendor and I'm trying to buy my stuff. I've got my wallet out, my hands are full. And then it's you and our I was, other- Yeah, I was standing right next to you. Yeah, and, yeah. and with Lily and Dylan, yeah. You had your backs to me for a second while well, you guys were talking and my hands were full and I was about to like make the transaction and all of a sudden I feel a tap on my right shoulder and I turn over to my right shoulder and then I turn over to my left shoulder and fucking Robert Picardo's face is like on my left shoulder and he's like I touched you and then <laughs> and then floats away into the crowd and I'm like what the f-? like my hands are up and my face is like wide I'm like what the fuck? I and then he's like, so, like, he's <laughs> waving at me and he's like, nobody's going to believe you. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I wish he would have whispered that in your ear. Like, no one will believe you. Like, <laughs> I bet if you like, if you walked up to him and told him that now, he'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Wink. And then like, walk away. <laughs> I wonder if he just does that. I bet he like gets bored and is like, I'm going to fuck. I'm I'm Robert Picardo and I'm here to fuck shit up. Speaking of cons, uh, I'm probably going to dip out pretty soon. I'm going to go and share a couple of drinks with my buddy John and some of his friends and talk about conventions back in the day while the original series was still on the air. He's got some stories. He's got some really good stories. We're probably going to split a bottle of wine. I don't want to be, I don't want to be the mom. I'm going to be like, don't, don't drink too much Godiva. I know. I'm, I'm like the drunk aunt friend. I'm just like, you're having a bad time. Here's some booze. You're having a good time. Here's some booze. You want to drink with me? And like, I need somebody to be that mom friend who's like, fucking stop. (laughs) Thanks for joining us guys for our very first episode of Get Trekked. Uh, with me, Godivali. And me, Josette Detour. Hosted by KBOO Portland. And we hope to be back by the first of next month with a brand new episode. Thanks for tuning in. Live long and prosper and get tricked. Get tricked. Get tricked. Get tricked. <laughs> <laughs>